lot of people were like, oh, you don't, nothing changes, like blah, blah, blah. They're like, whatever, you stay the same. If you've already moved in together, nothing changes. But I think for us, it felt like something changed. It felt like we were closer. It felt like we were more connected. Welcome to the Big Kid Problems podcast, based on the comedic social channel all about not wanting to be an adult. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill, the writer, creator, and pretty normal human behind the popular Instagram, Twitter, blog, and now podcast, Big Kid Problems. So I've spent the last almost decade making jokes about navigating the adult world. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that no matter what your age is, we all have big kid problems. We're all just trying to figure it out. So thank you so much for joining me as we navigate adulthood together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Big Kid Problems podcast and to part two of our little mini wedding series. Guys, this week's episode was like a therapy session. I mean, I don't know a better way to describe it. We're letting it all hang out today. Our guest this week is a good friend of mine and also a friend of the show. I mean, she's actually been on this podcast a few times now. One of my favorites and co-host of the wildly popular Almost 30 podcast. Guys, our friend Krista Williams is in the house today. Krista actually got married a few weeks before me and it was so nice to just have someone else going through this process at the same time to compare notes with. Like I love talking through stuff with Krista in general. I mean, she is just very introspective and honest. And we both came to the conversation today ready to get real. We talk all about our bridal experiences, some things we wish we could go back and do differently, some things we wish we did and did not spend money on, and some advice that might surprise you. We're basically going to tell you all the shit nobody tells you about being a bride. And trust me, there's a lot. So with that, I hope you guys enjoy this one. Get comfy and we will be right back. One regret I don't have about my wedding, using Bride Bright to get my brightest, whitest smile for the big day. Guys, Bride Bright is an ultimate life hack, like not even just for wedding prep, but for anyone who wants whiter, brighter teeth. All you need is 10 minutes a day for 10 days to get rid of those red wine, coffee, and tea stains and reveal your whitest smile yet with no sensitivity. I've used a ton of whitening products in my day and I trusted Bride Bright for my wedding because I love that you can just apply the whitening pens directly so you get the full surface area of your teeth, unlike strips that can leave spots or yellow gaps between your teeth. It also comes with desensitizing gel so you don't experience any sensitivity at all. You can buy Bride Bright as a single kit or get a couple's bundle if you want to get your significant other in on the goods. They also have a new Stay Bright on the Go tea teeth wipes, which I just got and am so excited to use. I mean, have you ever sipped red wine and wanted to take a picture, but now your mouth just screams wine mouth for the rest of the night? We have an answer to this big kid problem and it's the Stay Bright Wipes. These convenient, individually wrapped on the go teeth wipes brighten your smile while leaving your breath minty fresh. Simply sip, swipe, and smile and you're ready for the cameras. I'm going to Napa next week and I'm definitely taking these bad boys with me. So smile big and smile 
Style Bright with Bride Bright. Check Bride Bright out on Instagram at Bride Bright. The Bright is spelled B-R-I-T-E. And purchase all of your teeth whitening needs today at www.bridebright.co. That's B-R-I-D-E-B-R-I-T-E dot C-O. And don't forget to use code BIGKID for free shipping and 40% off. Yes, that's 40% off with code BIGKID. Thank me later. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Big Kid Problem Podcast. I am so excited for this episode. We've got Krista Williams Hall in the house. Are you? Are you? We're Hall. We're Hall. Yes, we're Hall sisters. I know. I love Dang. it. I'm technically not legally married, so I'm not technically a Hall yet. Uh, I still. We still have to legally get married. Oh my god! I didn't even think to ask you that. Okay, you're pulling. Isn't that hilarious? You're pulling a uh, Brody Jenner. Didn't he do that? Hundred percent. Nice. What? What? Him? What did he do? Him and um, what's her face were ma- like were married like in the tabloids like with their big beautiful wedding, and then when they got divorced like a year later, um, they were like, oh, they actually never legally got married. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. It's just like get with. I mean, we'll talk about it, but everything with a wedding to do, you're like, oh, I also have to go obtain legal paperwork and go to the court. It's like. That's like the last thing you want to do with it. So I'm just kind of chilling. Yeah. That's actually something I don't think a lot of people think about. Um, that was yeah. like an annoying part of our weekend because we were doing it out of town. Um, but we'll get there. Okay. Real quick. I want to give the people a little bit of background because I've obviously been talking about my wedding for a very long time. Uh, but for anyone who's unfamiliar, like tell us like where, where it was, like what the vibe was. Yeah. So I had... um. So my fiance and I, Justin, we've been together for like 10 years. Um, I'm from Ohio. He's from DC. And we've never really wanted to have a wedding at home, like where we grew up. And so we always knew we wanted to have destination. So we had it in Cabo, Cabo San Lucas. We had it at Acre, which you guys may have heard of. You can look at Acre Wedding. Their Instagram is really, really beautiful. And I had seen it you know, a few years ago. Someone had their wedding there. And I was like, wow, that's like my dream. And um, eventually, you know, we made it happen. So we had like a few days before we were all at the Viceroy in Cabo. So um, the rehearsal was on Friday at the Viceroy and then Acre was our wedding Saturday. And then we had like other activities happen at the Viceroy, but it was in Cabo. Oh, so beautiful. I mean, I, that's where I had my bachelorette. I freaking love Cabo. But yeah, your what your batch was a little different of a vibe <laughs> than my wedding. Slightly different vibes. Slightly different. Slightly different vibe, but still as fun. And ours was like more modern boho. Like I wanted the style to feel modern, like a modern bride, but I wanted it to be like a little bit more earthy with neutrals and super boho. Yeah. Did you already do you always have like a vision for your wedding? Or is that something that like once you got engaged, you started thinking about? No, for a long time, I didn't really want to get married. I was like, oh, I don't know if I really care about getting married. But um, it felt like after 10 years being together, it was like a really special way to just commemorate our love and to just be like, oh my God, we love these people. We love each other. We can take it as serious or as um, not serious as we want. So I never really had a vision, but I did feel like I had my dream wedding. Like What I wanted was for it to feel like a vacation for people, to feel like I had a lot of one-on-one time with every single person at my wedding. I wanted it to be very non-traditional. I wanted it to be very spiritual. I wanted it to be very like, I don't know. I just it it just hit on every pillar that I had wanted 
since I got engaged and I was really happy with it. Oh, damn. Okay. So overall, you're like, you had your wedding vision. You feel like you achieved it. How many, how many people, how many people did you have at your wedding? Um, I had 75. So we had invited like a hundred and we had 75 and we only invited people we truly wanted at our wedding. We didn't invite a single person that we didn't want at our wedding. And we didn't invite any of my like extended family or our parents' friends. It was pretty much all our friends. That's so awesome. We were talking a little... Which is a life hack. Yeah, that, that is seriously a life hack. Did you, did you feel any pressure from family or did you get any shit for that? No, not really. Our... Because we're older, I think it helps. So I'm 33. My husband's 33 too. And I think when you're younger and you're in your 20s, it's like that happens more and your parents have more of an impact and a say on your life. But by the time you're 33, like your parents don't have much of a say on your life and really how you live it. And my parents separated and Justin's are together. Justin's parents are like very close. They don't really have friends, but not like they're not like business people that have a lot of business friends. And my parents being separated, they don't really have any mutual friends. So I did get a little bit of shit for not inviting like my aunts and my uncles, but it's like par for the course with weddings. I feel like you have to know that there will be things that come up and you just need to kind of like deal with them and remember that it's like about you and it's for you and it's not for anyone else. Yeah. Um, that's so good. At least like you and Justin were kind of on the same page with that. Like that was something Brandon and I completely differed on. Like my idea. Really? Yeah. Like I was like, let's keep it super tight. I mean, we also, it's kind of like a silver lining of being a COVID bride. You're like, we can just blame this on COVID, you know, make like really cut the numbers down. Brandon wanted to invite every single person he's had a positive interaction with since childhood. <laughs> Love him. Yeah. He's like, I have a, a, like my best friend from third grade has like three kids. Like they have, they have to be there. I'm like, oh God. Yeah. That was like a no for me. But also it's like, <laughs> I remember like my friend said something to me because I had a hard time with people that I loved that didn't come. Like I had like three very dear friends to me that didn't come because of COVID and other life stuff that was like very legitimate. But my friend was like, you know, this is just a snapshot of this time in your life. Like in a year, you'll be like, why did these people, you know, you'll probably wish you would have added or subtracted people. So it's like such a snapshot of like where you are. Yeah. No, that's, that's very, very true. We, that's, that was like something we kept in mind when we were trying to narrow down our list. We're like, who will we, who do we see ourselves like actually hanging out with five years from now? How many people was yours? We had 150. And I think like it, because of the last week, um, it probably dropped down to like 140 something. But it was even hard to get to 150. <laughs> it was like a challenge. How many did you invite? 200? Um, about 180. And we were like mm-hmm. praying that more people wouldn't show up. <laughs> that's great. That's a great... I mean, see, that's crazy. Like I was happy with having 75 of 100. I'm like, that's great. No, and for I yours think- too destination. Well, one of the things like you already said about your wedding where I'm like, oof, I kind of didn't have this at mine. And it was because it was so big as you said, you got quality time with every person that was there. Like that is so huge. That was a thing for me that I didn't really know was going to happen during the wedding process. But I was shocked at how like few quality moments I had with people. Like I felt like I was being shuffled around the whole night and that was something I missed. Like I was like, oh, I had like a conversation with my mom and grandma for like 10 minutes. And I was like, that combo could have been like 10 hours, you know? Yes, yes, yeah, that was, yeah. And I think also to you having a bridal party, it's almost like 
you and your, it's almost like your bridal party becomes everyone you hang out with the whole time. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like, I, I wanted everyone to feel equal for me. And I didn't want, that's why I didn't have a bridal party. But I mean, it's not perfect. Like I would have loved to have more time with certain people, but I think that's so normal. I think most brides say that where they're like, oh my God, I didn't really have a deep conversation with anyone. Yeah. For sure. Wait, I love that you decided not to have a bridal party. Like, did you always know that you want you didn't want to do that? Or were there like other reasons for that decision? No, I like think I grew, you know, I was like probably like one of those persons, like you, you were probably too, where you grow up and you're like 12. And you're like, you are definitely gonna be my bridesmaid. As like a 12-year-old, you're like determining your bridesmaids. And as I got older, I was just like, I was in weddings and it meant so much to me. I felt really incredibly special. But I just felt like I'm 33. I felt like I'm just a little bit too old to have a bunch of my friends dress up and stand next to me. Like, I know that sounds cruel, but just didn't feel like my vibe. Like, I wanted it to be all about Justin and I. I wanted it to be us as the sole focus. I wanted all of my friends to feel equally as special. And I didn't want to have anyone getting ready with me. I wanted it to be like very singular to me. And I feel like bridesmaids just brings a lot of energy and drama into it. And I don't know about you, but I also have like my best friends, like I have my core best friends, but I also have like the friends that would change a lot. And it's like, I think about someone, I'm like, there's someone that would have been in my bridal party, but I don't talk to anymore. And that kind of weirded me out Mm -hmm. where I was like, oh, there's people that could be out that were in all your photos, a part of your biggest day. That was weird to me. Yeah. I actually I actually took somebody out of my wedding. Like I had somebody who was yes. in my bridal party who was taken out before the wedding. Really? Yeah. What? Why? I mean, whole long story, yeah. but like uh, friend fallout. I was curious mm-hmm. if you had any moments like that. Somebody somebody told me that when I first got engaged. They One of the pieces of like wisdom they gave me about wedding planning is they were like, you will be amazed at who shows up for you and you will be equally Yo. equally amazed by who doesn't show up for you. Yeah. And I found that to be super true. Yeah. That was heart that was heartbreaking for me. I remember talking to Lindsay on the phone and just like calling her and I just was like FaceTiming and I was fucking crying so hard. I was like, dude, I don't think I can take it anymore because I felt like there was like re- my really good friends. Like I said, I had three really, really good friends that told me like very last minute they weren't able to come for like X, Y, and Z reason. And I was just like, yo, I would have done anything to come. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would have done anything to come. And I just, it didn't make sense to me at all. And there were people that like were just so get Like I had people at the wedding that I'm, I was friends with, but not really good friends with. And the way that they showed up, I was like, oh my God, you are making this weekend so much better for me. Like, I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just fascinating. And I feel like now, and I'm sure you feel the same, as a bride, I know how to act now at weddings <sighs> and two brides. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I didn't, to be honest, I didn't really know how to act until I was a bride. So I probably wasn't, I was probably a fine guest or a bridesmaid, but I feel like now I know how to support a bride. 100%. But dude, it was hard. It was hard. Yeah. Oh, that is so, so, so accurate. I'm like, I'm going to attend weddings in such a different way. Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that helps you sleep, focus, act, just be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. 
Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations and an easy to use app. So whether you're a stressed out bride or really whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed, Headspace has a three minute SOS meditation for you. Need some help falling asleep? Headspace has wind down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. I mean, the whole wedding planning process was so stressful for me in general. Add in a pandemic and postponement, and I was ready to lose it. So picking up Headspace for me was super helpful. Just adding a little zen into my morning routine, I mean, really helped. And don't take it from me. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. It's also one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule, anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash big kid. That's headspace.com slash big kid for a free one month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. So head to headspace.com slash big kid today. It is wild. Wait, Same. we have to talk about we have to talk about something real quick because I've been trying to articulate this and I feel like what you were just right. saying is so true. Is there there's certain things that are heartbreaking through the process. Like I when I used to think of wedding planning, like I used to just think of like the rom-coms and how like fun it was going to be and the like dress-up sequence. And there was several things that were like absolutely heart-wrenching through the process. One was definitely the people who like don't show up for you. And I don't know if you felt this at all, but also like, I feel like when I would look at the bridal experience, it felt like there was so much that went into the family and friends like surrounding the bride that you were like, brides are usually so supported. And for me, I felt like super lonely in the process. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, I felt, I felt lonely and I just felt like, I felt like it brings every single thing up. Yes. It's like, okay, your relationship where you're like, are you ready to be with this person forever? And Justin and I had like a hard year up to it. Like it was like COVID times, we were all home, blah, blah, blah. And like, I didn't realize I had an adversity to marriage. Like my parents got divorced. It was like pretty ugly. And I was like, I had this like fear of it. So that came up for me. And then there's body stuff, which we talked about on the phone before when we were preparing, like, it's like, okay, you have to look the best you've ever looked. You have to be the most in shape you've ever been. You have to be perfectly on point, blah, blah, blah. Like there's so much about your body and like Mm -hmm. how you look. And then there's also your friends. It's like, who shows up for you? Who doesn't? Who makes you a priority? Who doesn't? And then there's money. You're like, how much are we going to spend? How much? You know what I mean? It's like every area of your life is getting hit with like this pressure. And it's freaking... Yeah. I I mean, I was like before, the week before, I'm like, dude, this is like, when will this be fun? (laughs) I was saying that up until like 6 p.m. the day of the wedding. Mm -hmm. A hundred percent. Like it... 
and that just one more thing, even to the friends thing, it's like family dynamics too. I feel like all yeah. come up. Like I started like going back into childhood where I was like, oh, I felt like my parents didn't, you know, show up then and they're not showing up now. Yes. It was just like a lot of that. But yeah, the, yes. the whole like, when is this going to be fun thing? That was another surprising part of, I thought the actual wedding day is I feel like everybody says it's the best day of your life. You know, it's know. it's the best day of your life. And I was literally, I felt like I had so many obligations during the day. I was like, at one point I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah, I think that's the thing too, that, that pressure. Like I didn't like that either. Like when we were we landed on Wednesday. Most of the people for the wedding landed on Wednesday and people would come up to me. They're like, are you having the best time of your life? And I'm like, I literally don't know. (laughs) Like it would be like the pressure of like, make sure you have the best day or even like, this is so dumb, but like to have sex on your wedding night, you know, those kind of like expectations and pressures. You're like, is this like, why is this making me more stressed than like enjoying myself? And there is so much of the process where like the day of, I didn't really feel that good. I didn't feel like, I looked my best. I didn't feel like I wasn't having fun. Like it wasn't like fun for me. I was kind of sick of like getting ready and stuff. I was sick of like prep. I was sick of caring about how I looked. And so I think that is like for brides, it's like, it's okay if it's not the best day of your life. I think the week was like the most incredible, but I also don't compare days. I'm not like someone that's like, this is the worst day and this is the best day. Like I have no idea what the best days of my life are. I think you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. That was just like something I I think my expectations were way off about just because I kept mm-hmm. hearing that it's the best day of your life, it's the best day of your life. I, I had a great day and it's it's good on like yes. a lot of other levels, like which we'll get to because yes. there is like so much that so much good that comes out of your wedding day. It just wasn't the type of enjoyment that I thought it was just going to be like a 100% like amazing at all points of the day. Like there were highs, there were lows. It was an emotional yes. day. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. I wonder I wonder what we could have done to make it better. You know, it's like, that's the thing that's frustrating. I think we talked about this with weddings. It's like, you learn so much. I learned so much that I can't apply again. Like I would have had my own room completely to get ready. I would have been completely alone. Mm-hmm. Like the whole day I would have worked out in the morning. I would have done all these things and I didn't. And I wish I would have known all of that because I would have set myself up to have a better day. But it's like, with that much pressure, it's just a very unique type of person to be like, everyone's looking at me. I'm the star and to like love that. There's some people that love it. There's some people that don't. I respect both. But it's it's just... Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. That was something that was interesting. I actually asked my makeup artist this because... I was sitting in the chair getting ready at like 10 a.m., you know? Like mm-hmm. it's your whole fucking day. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I I just wasn't feeling good. I was like, I feel anxious. I know the things like that help me when I'm anxious and I like was couldn't really do any of them because I'm in a room with like all my girlfriends. But I was just like very shaky, very on edge, like didn't want to eat, like was just not feeling great. And I asked my my makeup lady, because she was like, she's, you know, trying to kind of calm me down. I think she could sense my nerves were bad. And I was like, is this normal? Like, does do, does every bride feel this way? And she was like, honestly, it's, she's like, I see it 50-50. She's like, 50% of the brides are like in here having a, a party of their lives. And the other half are like, kind of like what you're going through right now. So it's it's definitely more common than I thought. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Like, I'm trying to think of the mindset of someone that would just be partying and happy. <laughs> Like what their personality would be like. I don't know. I I mean, I I wish I, I wish I was that. I'm like, what? 
I just like, yeah, I think too much about things. <laughs> I know. And that's kind of the thing too, is I knew going into this process, I was like, I'm probably a good candidate as somebody who elopes. Like I, I kind of knew like I was going to have a little bit of trouble through this, but I didn't trust that instinct, you know? Uh, and people ask me that all the time. They're like, do you wish you eloped or not? I don't know if you if you have any thoughts on this. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy that my wedding happened for sure. Like, would I take some things? Would I do some things differently? Of course. I think the more time that goes by, too, I think I'll be happier with everything. Like, I I, I do think like there's moments that, yeah. that I had on the wedding that are priceless, and right now it's all still a little fresh. Like, what what do you think? Like, do you would you go back and do it all the same or? Or would you? No, I would do. I would do a lot different. Not a lot different, but I just would. Like day of the wedding, I would have. So, I got ready by myself, but mothers of the bride and my sister had their makeup in in my room because it was like a suite. They came in at seven a.m. Like, I would have been in my own space. Did my morning? This is so crazy, but done. Did my morning routine? Gone on a walk, meditated, worked out, like had a nice meal, taken my time. There was a lot with like the decor, like the decor, I think we talked about this, but like it felt like it got all decided that last week. And I wish it would have been like tighter with that. I wish I would have checked up on it because there was pieces of the decor I didn't love mm. um, that ended up like our my bouquet I didn't love. I wish that I would have... Um, my makeup was good. It was not totally what I wanted. So I wish I would have spoke up about that. Mm. It felt like I had like, it was, it's so much energy and time and effort for so long. At the end of it, in the past last weeks, I was like, dude, I honestly cannot care anymore. I can't do anymore. And so I would have like figured out a way to actually push myself to care more about, about certain things with it. And then... I think I would have made sure that people didn't have their phones. I didn't want people recording during our ceremony and they were, and that bothered me. And then um, there was little things like with songs transitions, like people, you have songs like your first dance or your walkout song. Those songs are literally 30 seconds. It like doesn't matter. So it's like (laughs) just small transition flows. I'm like kind of anal about. So I would have been tighter about the actual like event and run of show. And then I think... I wouldn't have spent last thing. I wouldn't have spent the night with Justin the night before. Really? So we had our, yeah, we had our rehearsal dinner. It was on the beach. That was like probably my favorite part of the weekend. It was so beautiful. The colors, it was like everything I wanted was happened on Friday too. So we had Friday. I got home late. We were kind of hanging out for a while, like drinking. So then I had to get up in the morning at seven. I didn't like that we spent the night together because it's like, I just wish I was in my own space and my energy for like a little bit. Mm. And then it would have been more special when we saw each other that last day. But instead, he woke up in the morning and was like, where's my cell phone? And then we're like looking for a cell phone for hours. And I'm so annoyed. And I'm like, this is my wedding day. I'm looking for your stuff. This is the worst thing ever. So I would have also probably gotten my own room. This is this is all so good. It's so interesting because like our our perspectives are are similar on a lot of these and then different on some of them. Yeah, tell me more. Um, like I... One of the things I'm so grateful for is that people took video and photos during the ceremony mm-hmm. and during the wedding because I didn't realize that I... My photographer and videographer like didn't capture it that well. Yeah. And same with my my reception. Like I'm like, thank God people had their phones and caught like pieces of my dance that like nobody's 
got. I'm just like, yes. I... I was very like surprised by that. I mean, that was another... We were talking about like some regrets and some things we would do differently. You you mentioned it. You're like speaking up more, caring a little bit more about the run of show. <laughs> like my... One of my biggest regrets of the whole thing is like not being way more clear with my photographer. Yeah, Because I... Oh, like I did not get a lot of the things that I really, really wanted. And it's like, you only have that day. Like I just don't have these things that I really wanted. You're shaking your head. I know you you get it. So hard. I think too, I think we were talking about this too with... I think, yeah, that was something I missed. But I think with the photographer too, I wish that I would have taken my time and been like, it's okay to take a long time and take a lot of photos. Like, because you're like, whatever, I just want to move on. I want to go hang out. I want to go talk. We didn't get a lot of photos that I wanted. And like, it really is like, if you feel like you're looking your best, you're in the most beautiful place, you're in the most beautiful dress, like take your time and like slow down and like really take the photos. I felt like I kind of didn't take a lot of photos that I wanted. Yeah, I did too. And I'm so bummed about it. And you're right. I'm like, it really was like, I like looked in the mirror that day and I'm like, I feel the most beautiful I've ever felt in my whole life. You looked unreal. Thank you. So did you. But I'm like looking back at some of these photos. I'm like, I don't even have a default photo that I really want. Same, babe. I don't either. Same. I'm like, and I just like kept moving in the photos. Like, so it's like, there wasn't like, I should have like struck a pose, got the shot. And then also you can look at the photos from your photographer. Like if you feel comfortable being like, Hey, can I see a few? Making sure like, okay, I'm noticing that I'm doing this or I'm doing that. I want to do this. I want to do that. I should have checked in. Yeah. But this is like, again, it's like before, I think I felt stressed and you probably did too, because we didn't feel completely confident in like our support team. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if I would have had a call and my photographer was amazing. She was so good, but I wasn't clear enough. And I would have been like, Hey, I have a bad side. (laughs) Do not shoot my bad side. We need to hit every single one of these photos on our shot list. I think I forgot to give her my shot list, if I'm honest. And then for the my planner just being like, Hey, let's have a call one more time. I want to make sure that like we're fucking super dialed so that I feel like you can hang out during the weekend. Yeah. Hundred, hundred percent. I almost think too, with the photography thing, like it would maybe be beneficial to like shoot with your photographer beforehand if you can. Like I, 100%. we didn't do that. And, and our photographer gave us that option to like do engagement photos. And we were like, oh, our engagements a year ago, like we're good. But I think that that would have been really helpful for anybody listening. Like try and just get photos in. Make sure she knows your good side. I have so many photos from like the wrong angle. I'm like, no. Literally. I'm like, oh, that's useless. Yeah. Literally. But no one knows but you, you know? And like... Totally. Yeah. I also would have brought in magnesium to poop. I didn't (laughs) poop on the day of my wedding, you guys. That was like my biggest regret. I was like, dude, is this serious? I'm going to freaking have like a poop belly. And so I wish I would have pooped that day. Oh my God. I think I did, to be honest. I think I Lucky. I think I brought a lot of things to ensure that that happened. Yeah, that was... I forgot that. Yeah. Um. Wait, you said something else that I was like... You said something earlier that is just... I'm. I felt it so much when you were saying that you had like... You had too much trust in your team almost. Like... This is something I wish like I could explain to brides a little bit better. Like I kept getting the advice of like trust your team, like they know what you're doing. I heard that so many times of like not to be overly anal and to like trust the people that you hired. And maybe that is good advice, but 
to be honest, I wish that I was a little bit more anal at the end of the day. Like I wish I would have like been very more clear about like the stuff that I wanted because I don't think like our visions aligned at all times. Like there's several things during the wedding where I was like, I wish I was more of a bridezilla about this. Same. We both said that. We're like, I wish I was more of a bridezilla. And I think I would have enjoyed the weekend more if I felt like my team was more anal or like they were more like just super diligent about stuff. Um, but that was really just on, you know, taking the responsibility on me to like be even su- like super buttoned up and super clear and even express that like, hey, I'm feeling like there's a little bit of gray area. Can we just like get on the phone once more? But I agree. Like, yeah, I, I felt like I think I'm very particular about things. So I feel like I just didn't feel like I don't know if I would ever feel like I was super taken care of, maybe, but I just felt like I was like, is everything going to happen the right way? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I felt I was so nervous to be like a bridezilla that I feel like I was yeah. like overly nice about some things or like let some things Same go babe. that I wish that I didn't. Same, babe. Like, I think that's huge. It, it is huge. Like, I was so, I was so nervous, like ruffle feathers. And at the end of the day, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's your fucking day and you paid a shit ton for it. Like, I should have been yep. like, no, I actually do need this photo in this spot because yep. I wanted it. Yes. <laughs> and getting clarity, like being clarifying is not bad. You know, getting clear on stuff is not bad. But yeah, the photo stuff was hard because it's like, I didn't want to direct everyone to be like, hey, now we need this photo. Now we need this photo. And I felt like I kind of had to because... So yeah, that was just like a miserable feeling because you do want your team to be like, okay, now we're going to do this. Now we're gonna, you want to just kind of like move around the day. You want to just like enjoy people like, okay, now you got to do this. And you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. And relax. So maybe like having a better team. But I do think talking to them before and being very explicit is helpful. Yeah. I think every any bride who's listening has to know you have to be like so much more clear and so direct, like probably more than you even think you do. Like it's... Yes. It's wild. Um, I'm curious if there's anything in your wedding that you're like, oh, that was actually kind of unnecessary or I wish I didn't spend the money on this. Because I had a few of these. Oh my God. Tell me, tell me yours. Um, I mean, my big thing was the wedding cake. I'm like, why did we do this? <laughs> like, honestly, we our dessert of choice was like banana cream pudding, which like we both love. And we live in Nashville. It's like the South. It's like whatever. So we did a bunch of banana cream pies. And... The last like month before the wedding, I was like, I have to have a wedding cake. I can't not have a wedding cake. And we spent like hundreds of dollars for this cake that looks super plain. I mean, during the reception, we had to like leave the party to go get photos of us like cutting the stupid cake. Yeah. <laughs> like this is this is pointless. This is absolutely pointless. We didn't do a cake. Smart. Smart. I know. Cause I felt like, dude, every time I went to weddings, it was like people don't eat it. Like people, it sits at the table. Yeah. Not everyone, you know, people don't eat it that much. So we just did like a popsicle card and churros and stuff, which was like kind of like the part of the theme. But yeah, we didn't do a cake. It was so funny. Like she's like, do you want a cake? It's like to be made there. It was like $300 or something. And I was like, no, like it just felt felt weird. And I knew we weren't going to cut it. But I think things that we spent money or something I'm happy I spent money on was like, I'm so glad I spent money on my outfits for the week. Like I fucking splurged. Mm. I was like, whatever. Made that part of my budget. I wear the outfits still. Like I wear them after the wedding, but I really, really, really balled out on my wedding or my outfit 
outfits for the week and I felt super confident. So I was really grateful about that. I love that um, tip. I love that tip. Yeah. So true. Yeah. It's important. Like you want to feel good in every outfit the entire week and you feel different. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of what I spent money on that I like wish I wouldn't have. I think there was just like a lot of decor stuff that was like kind of pointless. I mean, we talked about this, like napkins was like $400, like painful. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff is literally painful. But when you go through the, like your wedding process, there is like little things that you'll think about where they're like, for ours, they were wanted to do different chairs, the chairs that we had came with the package. And so they had opportunity to do like new different chairs, which were like $2,500, but we didn't do those. And so just like thinking about what matters to you and what mattered to me was like a band. We spent so much money on our band. Our band was so expensive. And then um, flowers. I really love flowers. So that was important to me. And then the venue. And then I didn't really care much about other little things. And so just like getting what you focus on. But I'm trying to think of what I spent money on that I wasn't... That was a waste because... To be honest, I was so grateful to spend every dollar for my wedding. I was like, oh my God, I'm so grateful that I can spend this money because this is like what money is for. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, this means a lot to me. Like I make money to spend it on things like this. Mm, That's a good way to look at it. Do my brides-to-be need a little escape right now? How everybody needs an escape, but those can be hard to come by. Enter Dipsy. Let yourself get lost in a world where good things happen and where your pleasure is the only priority. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy audio story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios so you can feel like you're right there. Listen to stories about hooking up with your hometown crush you never made a move on or that coworker you always had a little thing for. Or maybe a story that puts you in bed with someone who's telling you exactly what they'd like to do to you. They release new content every week. So there's always more to explore, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. And if you need to wind down, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. Now that's one way to decompress from wedding stress. So for listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash bigkid. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash bigkid. dipsystories.com slash bigkid. There are so many things for me that I'm like, God, I really wish I did not have to spend money on this. But when it comes down to it, like there's not many things that I would have say like I could have cut the cost. Like when I started thinking about this, I'm like, actually, there's things I would have spent more money on, which is like crazy to say. Crazy to say. Same. Same. What would you have spent more money on? Um, Photography and videography. I We skimped in those areas um, and I'm like going to forever forget it. I mean, we got like some beautiful photos. We got some beautiful photos. I just wish I had maybe like more photographers, longer videography. Um, There's just like so much. I feel like I didn't really capture the day. And that sucks because you can't, you don't get it back. Yeah, it was weird. I think there's some people that are like, I wish I wouldn't have spent... I like... I'm, I'm with you. Like, 
I can't think of stuff I wish I wouldn't have spent money on. I can think of stuff I wish I would have spent more money on. That's crazy. Like, I'm like getting my yeah, room. That we're both saying it's that. Weird. Yeah. Like getting getting the room Friday night. I think I would have had a little bit more florals. I think I would have spent a little bit more on certain decor stuff to like really amp it up. Yeah, there's just like little things. It was like, I kind of... And this is the thing. It's, it's not like spend more. It's maybe like get more. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about florals for one sec because I think you and I had a yeah. very similar experience where we had destination weddings. We couldn't like go see what our florals looked like. And mine That's... were very different than what I had. It, like my vision Same. was very different. Like when you show up on the day of, it is too late. Those flowers are out there. And... um. Yes. For anybody, any bride listening, I would say like, see if you can get a mock-up. Like, I don't even know if they do that, but like, just be more clear, I guess. They did a mock-up for mine, but like, I still didn't... We te- we did it. It still wasn't the same. Like, I remember I was like walking down the aisle and I was like looking up at Justin and then I saw this one flower that was like a different color than the rest of them. And I was like... <laughs> That fucking flower is not in <laughs> color as my aesthetic. Wait. <laughs> and I just was like, damn it. And I, I felt like that too, where I was like, dude, my bouquet sucked. I fucking hated my bouquet. <laughs> Didn't look anything like the pictures. Like, I don't know what to do about that. I'm like... Oh my God, wait. It's like... I just thought of a really good regret that I have to share for anybody listening is bouquet placement. Didn't know about this, but I placed in all my photos, I'm holding my bouquet up to my chest and I'm covering my entire dress, like in so many photos. So anybody listening, hold your bouquet like at your belly button or like down at your side. But that was a big regret of mine. Dang, they should have... Your photographer definitely should have told you that. I would think so. I would think so. Wow. That's that's really... Yeah. They should have definitely told you that. I know. There's a couple of photos. I'm like, how did we not get this? Like I have very few of my train, um, which makes me really sad because that was like one of the reasons I picked my dress was like for the train and the veil, they like went together. Ah, there's so many. Wait, you mentioned like you saw that one flower that was like the detail that stood out to you that you're like, fucking A. I had one of those too. (laughs) My my cringe um, decor moment. This was actually our fault. So this is another maybe maybe a teachable moment where we like we towards the end of the week we still had so much shit to do like we went into our wedding week like pretty unprepared and one of the things we yeah. hadn't done yet was our seating chart. Um so literally we didn't get our seating chart out probably until either the day before or more maybe even morning of the wedding. And so when we were getting announced into our venue, I hadn't seen it yet because long story short we had moved it from the from an outdoor wedding to an indoor wedding in two days. Um, so I hadn't seen anything on the inside, but I'm walking into the entrance to like be led into it. And the first thing I see is our wall that we were supposed to have all the table numbers on with people's names. And it was printed out on like loose leaf paper, like <laughs> and pinned to the wall because like we hadn't gotten, they didn't have time to do like a, the pretty displays. And I about died. <laughs> Did you get it? Did you get it fixed? No, 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 no. This is us being announced into our wedding. This is everyone had already taken their seats, like all based off of these piece of paper printed off with like Times New Roman font. It was, Yo, it was bad. That's amazing, <laughs> that was dude. So bad. That's what's hard with weddings is like you're like I I, I want to let this make me lose my mind. <laughs> you know, you're like I would love to like absolutely lose my shit. Yeah. 
And you can't, you, can. you know, you're like, I can't, I'm happy, but I'm pissed, but I'm like, what the fuck? And it's always like, how did someone let this happen? Yeah. And it was just like the first thing I saw when walking into the wedding. Uh, it, but it's also one of those things like I I asked people about it because it was just like, it, I was I was just like, I can't believe this happened. I asked a couple of friends, I'm like, how bad was it? That, um you know, those table placements and they're like, wait, what? We didn't even notice, you know? Like they didn't, yeah, I don't think people really 100%. cared or noticed because like there's a lot of other stuff going on, but it's just like one of those like little details that I'm like, ugh, I'll forever that is, that. Dude, that's so, so wild. But yeah, you're just, I don't know if anyone else feels like that, but I felt like I was like laser focused. I'm like, I'm just always like that. I'm like, what can I do better? I'm always like, what, what can we do better? Yeah. You know, and I always like, like how to improve it. Yeah. If you looking back, if you could do it all again, like do you think it was all worth it? Yes, for sure. I think it's all worth it. It's like you just have to change your expectations for what it will be. Like for us, it was just like we're gonna celebrate our love in a beautiful place with people that we love. And that's pretty much it. Like it's not gonna be the biggest day of our lives. It's not gonna be the biggest week of our lives. It's not gonna be, you know, all this stuff. It's like it was so worth it for me. Like I would spend that money a hundred times over to to make people that I love have a good time and to have a good time myself. So yeah, I feel like it was totally worth it. Yeah. That was um when we were on our honeymoon, that was like a, a conversation we were having. Cause there is a couple moments there, like the day after our wedding, um, where I was like, I don't know if I would do it all over again. I don't know. Especially yeah. mixed, mixed in with all the COVID and having to reschedule and just all the stress, like two years of buildup. <laughs> but afterwards, we were talking about it on our honeymoon and Brandon, I have to give him credit, has a really, really good point about this. And I think a, a big piece for me was to just the what the money, like we ended up going like way over budget. And after the whole thing, yeah. I'm like, oh, I started thinking about all the ways we could have spent money. And he was like, you know what? Money is going to come and go in our lives. Like we can always make money back. Like we can never have those memories again. And I'm like, that's very true. Like when I think about it, I just think about how priceless the day was. Like there's so many moments. Like there was a moment I was like dancing with my grandma on the dance floor. And I'm like a couple of years from now when she's not here, like I would have paid any amount of money for this. Yes. Oh, I love that perspective. Yeah, I completely agree. It's like, it's, being with people I love is worth money to me. You know, that's... I don't want things as much as I want like those memories. So I completely agree. Yeah. I also think one thing that I was surprised by in a positive way is that realizing it's not just your day either. Like it really is for your family. You do this just as much for yourself as I think you do your family. Like it was so cool to see like my dad be reunited with like his brothers and sisters and like... Mm -hmm you know, my mom's side of the family who like lives all over the country together in one room. Like it was like an event for everyone. I feel like my family had the best time ever. So I think that's important. That's something I didn't realize going in is just like how important it is, like not only just for you, but for like other people as well. Oh, hugely. You know I mean? It's like such a big day for parents. I was thinking about Justin's an only child and his, for his parents, like that was such a, their son, their only son got married, you know, and it is, so you do it for yourself and you do it for others. You have to make sure you do it for yourself first, but there will be other people that really are like, just excited about the day. Yeah. Is there anything else that you think would, that you think was surprising, like in a positive way that like you didn't know going into this whole journey? I didn't know. I don't know if you feel like this way with Brandon, but I didn't know how much it would change Justin. 
like he feels like more, he really loves the role of a husband. Like he really loves to be a husband and like he's done more and felt more, we felt more connected. And I really, a lot of people were like, oh, you don't, nothing changes, like blah, blah, blah. They're like, whatever, you stay the same. If you've already moved in together, nothing changes. But I think for us, it felt like something changed. It felt Mm. like we were closer. It felt like we were more connected. 100%. That was going to be my last question for you. I've completely felt a shift. I love it. That's like one of the things I'm thinking back on. I'm like, oh, one of my only regrets is that we didn't do this sooner. Like I wish we got married like four years ago. (laughs) It's just the best. I didn't realize... Because we're similar. Like we've had very long-term relationships where I really didn't think it was going to have much of an impact. And I do think getting married does 100%. It's beautiful. It's also what you make it. You know, it's like if you energetically want it to feel different than it can. And if you don't, then it doesn't need to. But I wanted it to feel different. Like I wanted to be super intentional about it and feel like we were like a husband and wife and not boyfriend, girlfriend anymore. Mm -hmm. I feel that way for sure. Yeah. And it's fun. I think it's it's really, really fun. And it's cool after a long-term relationship. Like I feel like, oh, we have like a new, you know, something new happening, like a new closeness, a new, like whole new chapter in our lives. Like it's like a nice breakup after years of being together. Yes, it's the best. Just the best. Oh, Krista, thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about your wedding journey. It's so funny how like similar we've had this experience yeah. and how different. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I had you. This has made me be like, I want to have babies when my friends have babies because (laughs) I don't want to do that alone. Like, I'm so grateful. I, you know, it's like when you're, you just feel so alone in the process. And so I realized how important it is to have like connection with people that are going through the similar things as you. Yeah. It's fun to have a sounding board for sure. Yeah. Yes. All right, Krista, if people want more from you, um, where can they find you? I am Instagram. It's Krista. So I-T-S, Krista, K-R-I-S-T-A. It's Krista. And then Almost 30 Podcast is where I'm at mostly. It's a podcast that my best friend and I started from our when we were going through um, our 20s. And Sarah's been on the pod before, which was so much fun. So you can listen to Almost 30 anywhere you listen to podcasts. Oh, our membership. Well, this is going to be... We're going to put this episode in our membership too, but um, just like in an effort to help women feel less alone in their journey through life, we have a membership where we have workshops and giveaways and community and all of that. So you could also join the membership. We do enrollment every six months. Um, so it's almost30.com slash membership. And then almost 30 if you want any of our partner information or anything about you know myself or Lindsay. Awesome. I'm going to link it all in show notes. Krista, thank you so much for being on. This was, I mean, honestly, I was like so tired today. I'm like, this was such an easy, this is all the things I've wanted to say for a long time. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad that we got to I know. I could talk about this all freaking day. Same. You're the best. I love you. Okay. That is a wrap on our episode this week. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, remember to hit that subscribe button and leave a nice little five-star review for this podcast. Maybe send it to a friend who you think might enjoy the show. Your reviews and you passing along this podcast is what keeps us running. So thank you. If you want more from me, you can follow me on Big Kid Problems on Instagram and on my personal account, which has a new handle all of a sudden uh, at Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. New name. Who's this? 
As always, I want to thank our sponsors for making this show possible. I've linked all of our discount codes and everything else you could ever want from this episode in our show notes. So make sure to check that out. And finally, I want to thank you for tuning in and supporting this show. There's a lot of ways you could be spending your time right now. So I really do. So I really do appreciate you spending it with me. All right. With that, I hope you have an awesome week and I'll see you next Tuesday.